Your morning is about to get way, way better. As, as actually, I've, I've been waiting for this for a long, long time. Let me tell you about our Women Crush Wednesday guest. She is in studio with me right now. But I, before I turn on your microphone, before I turn on my, your microphone, I only got to know you because I kept getting these messages on the studio line, 0701-984-984. And it was always kind of, these messages would, would, would either correct us or elaborate on really, really conk things. Do people say conk anymore? I'm showing my age now. But um, on really kind of nitty gritty, it was often about um, like the state of the roads, the state of the sewage, the state of uh, ecology, things like that. So we started talking and I'm so happy to finally have you in studio with us as our Woman Crush Wednesday this morning. Engineer Lucy Wanjiku Mutinda, good morning to you. Good morning to you and thank you for having me here. <laughs> well, I think you're paid to have fun. Well, in the studio. well, you know, someone's got to do it, Lucy. <laughs> but Thank I will you. say this: I what's fun for me is talking about things that actually matter. Trying, goodness knows, trying, <laughs> hoping against hope to try and make one small change, yes. because I feel like what else is there? And it is exhausting sometimes. And it does feel when you look out in the world, when you look at the papers, when you look at the news, that nothing ever changes. Yeah. But you have taken your many, many years and many, many degrees to make changes. What what changes are you making in your life, Lucy? Okay, so uh, basically I would say I'm trying to use engineering for the good of the environment uh, because uh, the knowledge that we have, if used well, can help preserve the environment. And the environment is the one resource that we share amongst uh, all of us. Whether you're rich, whether you're poor, when you get out of your house, we share the same road, we share the same water supplies. It's a common resource and again that we've borrowed from the future generation. So I don't think of any better impact to have than using my engineering knowledge to preserve this common knowledge and at the same uh, co- common resource and at the same time inspire others and make people know that it's possible to actually have a, a, a thriving city a thriving country with a safe environment. See, that's the thing. And that's why I had to invite you in because you are positive. And even though you would comment about this road is not working or this road is flooding, you are trying to use, uh, use you're trying to play the game. Yes. And I yes. think that's the, that's the difference here. Now, tell me how engineering, in my mind, as soon as I hear engineering, I hear nuts and bolts and, and numbers and cement everywhere. How is that paired with saving the environment? Okay, so I'm a mechanical engineer and you're correct to say nuts and bolts, but we have different roles, uh, different disciplines of engineering. We have civil, we have electrical, we have uh, chemical, we have now aeronautical and all this internet of things and telecoms. And when you think about what I'm saying, if I say electrical, you think of a structure, you think of KPLC. If I say chemical, you think of processes in the factory, making food or making oils we use. If I talk about uh, civil engineering, it's these buildings you're in. If it's mechanical, it's this machinery that you're using and electromechanical. So if you think about it, actually, engineering, and I'm not pushing it too high, <laughs> I think is second to God because we are creators wow. and preservers of what God created. 
So anytime we make structures, anytime we give you vehicles to move from one place to the other, when you take your flight, I mean, from when you woke up, Davina, the first thing you went to flush your toilet, that's water supply. If you turned on your shower, that's electrical. If you went to watch your TV as you had your breakfast again, it's still all engineering around you. The food you're eating is processed through a chemical engineering process. So we are everywhere in your life. And I think we need to really talk about engineering, inspire more people. I know there is the issue of people lacking jobs, but I believe the government is going to work a way to make sure that when everybody graduates, there's a proper transfer to make sure we absorb all engineers because we are really important in society. We make your life possible after God has created you and given us his creation. There you go. I told you she was a good one. Engineers second to God. Engineer Lucy Wanjikumutinda in studio with us. We'll be right back to talk about how it is being a female engineer and, of course, how we're going to sort out our roads because I believe you're the person for it. No pressure. Capital FM. 98.4 Capital FM. They would talk about the rains down in Africa, but I will just say this. Let's talk about more stagnant water. Our Women Crush Wednesday uh, guest, engineer Lucy Wanjiku Mutinda, founder and CEO of EcoCycle Limited. You specialize in on-site wastewater treatments, Sindhya. Yes. So, so Lucy, let me ask you this, right? We recently had a cholera outbreak in uh, in Kiambu. I believe there were 61 cases confirmed. What is what is the situation on the ground? What's the deal? What's happening with our water? Okay, so that's a very good question and it touches on our water and uh, water supply and sewer infrastructure. So one thing that we currently know is just about uh, 30% of the country is covered with municipal sewer. So you have about 70% that have to manage the waste on their own. So in your home, if you're not connected to municipal sewer, the options you have would be to have a septic tank and hopefully it soaks to the ground. But the population is increasing, so septics may not work anymore. And the cost of exhausting, calling the honeysucker as it's called, sometimes people get tired of it, they can't afford it. And so in some estates in the evening, you will actually drive in and you can smell the stink of sewage Mm -hmm. because everybody just opens the sewer into the uh, public drainage and it will end up down in a river somewhere. And so you find there's really a challenge. And this challenge is directly related to what you're saying. Water supply and sanitation is related to our health. So it would be nice if uh, we can prioritize the infrastructure of managing waste because it turns out to being a saving in the health sector. So cholera, typhoid, dysentery, all are wash-related diseases whose root cause comes from not having the proper infrastructure and processes to handle our waste. So we know preventive cure is better than uh, actually treating when a disease comes up. So I would I would like sort of urge leaders to think of the technical infrastructure to have our waste management in place because it's going to save all these uh, other wash-related issues that come up. But you said only 30% of the country or the capital? Oh, of the country, which almost translates also to Nairobi, like... of Nairobi is covered by municipal sewer. Why is that so low? (laughs) Uh, They didn't put the uh, infrastructure in or what? There is infrastructure and what is happening, as you can see, uh, infrastructure and construction is mushrooming so fast Mm. and it is moving at a faster pace 
than the expansion of the of the infrastructure that was built maybe in the 1960s so like if you acquire land like in one of the satellite estates if you're talking about the outskirts kajado kitengela you will realize that when you go to build you have to put your stuff in place you have to call kenya power to have your power connected there is no water supply you have to have a borehole same thing with sewage you have to think of how to manage it yourself because the municipal has not expanded to that point and what is existing doesn't cover 100%. So what we would say is even like yesterday we saw the 4800 houses being launched at zone B. So ask yourself that if there is any sewer it was for the population that was existing. Mm. You have 4800 and maybe each house will have five people. So you're talking about a sudden increment of 25000 people to the existing infrastructure so we need to sort of develop at the same rate if we can keep up the infrastructure expansion at the same rate at which the development and the population is increasing then we would be at par but now because um we are where we are and we are in this century the population has increased on site wastewater recycling comes in as a solution because it means you handle the waste right there without having to dig channels all the way to a central municipal treatment plant so it's recycled on site and it can be reused like if we talk about the 4800 houses you have kibera there so they could use the water to even help plant green spaces in the new roads being constructed next there so thinking circular like do it on site let's reuse it to flush the toilets for those houses that are coming up instead of using fresh water to flush toilets so it cuts down on fresh water extraction it helps to create green spaces and it's just safe to discharge treated water that does not have pathogens back to the environment you've got a tough you've got a tough thing to do you've got a tough job to fix call a woman <laughs> engineer lucy wanjiku mutinda we will come back and speak more about what you're doing with ecocycle we've heard the problem you're going to tell us how you're solving it capital fm in studio with let's see this is a long long list of things you've accomplished top 40 under 40 women in kenya uh, founder and ceo of ecocycle Eco limited board member kirdi past first vice president of the institution of engineers of kenya top 50 africa business heroes and the list goes on and on and on and right now top of the list of course of course and i'm going to be checking your linkedin yeah <laughs> engineer lucy wanjiku mutinda our women crush wednesday on 98.4 capital fm now let me ask you this it says on your website ecocycle.co.ke 1.5 million liters of sewage turn to clear odorless clear odorless water daily how are you doing that do you believe it i do all? i believe you i believe you because you came in here and said you know what we, we have to try we okay. have to try so i do believe you and when you flush your toilet do you think where does it go uh in my mind it goes down there somewhere, somewhere. down there um in the soily bits and it's somebody else's business I just oh god there's so much to think about Lucy I'm okay. tired. So uh, <laughs> as as I said um you have just about 30% covered by the municipal sewer. So in your home think about your home when you flush your toilet and when you shower when you wash uh, utensils in the kitchen everything that you produces waste which we call sewage 
where does it go? So if you have municipal sewer, it goes to municipal sewer and it goes to a municipal treatment plant that is supposed to treat that waste and release it back to the environment as safe water. But if you don't have that, you have to dig a septic tank and hopefully you hope it soaks down into the ground. And if it doesn't, you have to keep calling a honeysucker mm-hmm. to empty it. So what we do, we intervene because... We are lacking municipal sewer, but we don't sit and whine about it. We can try and do something about it and be sustainable. So we provide for you a solution that we fit an equipment that every day when you flush all your sewer, it receives your sewer. And within eight hours, we do. I don't want to go technical, but we do some biology and some chemical chem- chemistry. So it's just aeration. You give the bacteria oxygen. They are able to feed on the waste and they give you clean water. Now, this water is not good for drinking or showering, but it's very good for secondary non-portable use. What I mean, you can use it to flush your toilets. You can use it to keep your grass green 24-7. You know, in current, people have big plots or even in Kitengela, wherever you have your green space that you would love to keep green. But your borehole water is too expensive and you just get tired of just watering it because it's costing you so much. So instead of paying an exhauster to go dump the sewer into a treatment plant that is already overwhelmed and not being able to treat the capacity, why not recycle it? Call us, we treat it, we give you clear odorless water that keeps the environment green. So you plant your grass, you plant trees, so you're promoting climate action uh, uh, by planting trees because we are all talking about global warming. And you know, if you're in a space that is full of concrete, like here in the city, I only see concrete. But if I'm somewhere where there are trees, it feels cooler and it's more fresh and it's better for the health. So it's um, about reuse, recycling and, you know, preventing also the sewer going back to the water bodies and preventing children downstream and the people that are fetching the water downstream from getting wash infections. And it's not just the people downstream. Even you, your water supply, if it comes from a dam, the same dam is supplied by these streams that you might be unleashing sewer to. So you could be throwing sewer into the environment, but it's coming back into your house if it's not properly treated. So we have to think of um, everything that we think is yak or waste and not just sewage alone. All the waste around us and even as people design things, you need to design them in a way when I finish using it, I can reuse it for something else. And that's what we call circular economy and preventing more waste going into the environment and just being sustainable and keeping our environment safe and clean. I told you she was a good one. See, that's the thing. Like, it's women like you who are trying and trying and trying again. Engineer Lucy Wanjiku Mutinda, founder and CEO of EcoCycle Limited. Unfortunately, we've run out of time. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for doing so much good work. And thank you for listening to Capital FM. And, yeah, and messaging me. And oh, Lucy, thank you so much. Thank Find you. out more about Lucy. Uh, we will re- we will keep this interview on our SoundCloud. So check that out and head to EcoCycle Limited. So it's ecocycle.co.ke. 1.5 million liters of sewage turned to clear, odorless water daily in eight hours. Those are said. the systems that we've already installed ah, in there. So the capacity they are treating every day and so safe water back to the environment instead of raw sewer. So it must feel good. It's a little frustrating that you're having to do the work that the government should be doing for uh, Kenya's people. Yeah, but we, that's we believe... Side, that's we a believe, side conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we believe they've seen it and they're, they're working on it. 
I, I'm sure they have the goodwill and with experts like us engaging engineers to provide the services and do it designed correctly, I think we'll get somewhere. We hope, we hope. Yeah. We do live in hope right here on 98.4 Capital FM. Lucy, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Capital FM.